0: You're listening to Bloom and Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Welcome back to another episode of Bloom and Tech. I'm your host David Bloom, and I'm so glad you could join me again here. The song you just heard was "Something Strange" by Vice Tone, featuring vocals by Haley Reinhardt. At the recent E3 video game conference, I sat down with Victor Poole and Ruben Den Boer, the Dutch duo behind Vice Tone. When we talked, "Something Strange" was busy living up to its name, doing something strange. Six months after its November release, the single had finally hit number one on Sirius XM's BPM station, while their latest single, Waiting, had just been released and was waiting to hit. The Vice Tone boys were about to fly to Tokyo to start a six-country, three-week tour across Asia. The duo had stopped by E3 because they were performing at the opening night party sponsored by Subnation, which created three days of eSports-related events in partnership with the E3 conference itself. As part of all that, I moderated several panels at the E3 eSports Zone. When I get the chance, I'll share some of those conversations here in Bloomin' Tech as part of subsequent episodes. But in this episode, Victor and Ruben talk about their love of video games, being a Dutch dance music duo living in, of all places, country music capital Nashville, finding collaborators on Spotify and YouTube, and maybe even doing a K-pop crossover song. Victor and Ruben proved to be genial interviewees and a lot of fun. After a word from our sponsor, let's hear from Victor and Ruben of Vice Tone. But first, uh, let's hear a snippet of Vice Tone's new single, Waiting, featuring vocals by Daisy Guthrie. And we're back. That song was Vice Tone's Heartbeat, one of my favorites by them, featuring vocals by Colin McLaughlin. I sat down with Victor and Ruben in a conference room overlooking the E3 show floor in the Los Angeles Convention Center. Apologies for a bit of background noise early on, but it quieted down as we finally got the room to ourselves, and here they are.
1: My name is Ruben. My name is Victor. And together we form Vice Tone.
0: One vice tone, not two. Correct. One vice is enough. That's yeah. right. Uh, actually, what is your all's vice? Oof, I think gaming can be considered a vice if you do it too often, yeah.
1: which we definitely do sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, how much? Do, what, what are your games?
1: Oh, our favorites at the moment uh, have been Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Which was fantastic yeah. last
0: year. You're next week, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
2: So good. Last year I, we played Dying Light in co-op Dying together, Light. which was an amazing experience. Yeah. Zombie. Like, we'll, we have two
1: PCs that are at our Nashville house, and we link them together, and uh, we just play co-op together.
0: So you're Dutch, but you have a home in Nashville? Yes.
1: Yes, we lived in L.A. for a while. And we loved it, but we wanted something else. And then we moved to Nashville because it was still very much a music city. Mm-hmm. And we love it there. Like absolutely. We also knew some people there already. So we had some friends over there.
0: Other than Country Trap, the one song of Country Trap, I do not think of Nashville as a place for EDM Which or is... anything other than country music. And they don't even like a whole <laughs> lot of things that I would consider country, like Americana and female singers and all that. So yeah. how was it for you guys to be musicians in the EDM space in a a town that's about bro country? Well, the the good thing is about all
2: those writers. I mean, most of the writers now that like to write pop music, they love getting into new stuff like EDM. So we love just um, arranging our songs, which are still dance music, but in a, in a poppy way. So we'll focus a lot of time on getting a good hook and verses. And they love writing on, on new sounding instrumentals, so yeah. that's good.
1: For them, it's, it's a new sound, right, for dance music. And in L.A., there's tons of dance music and artists. And also in Amsterdam, where we're from originally, but in Nashville, it's kind of new still. And so we're working with a lot of writers who do pop and they do a lot of, you know, bigger country stars. And then they come in the studio in our house, and suddenly they're writing over a dance track, and that's often very, you know, something fresh and inspiring. Yeah. And we like to work with artists, too, who don't necessarily know all the DJs and all the styles and all the songs like we do. Yeah. So, you know, from a musical perspective, that's been very rewarding. And, and a lot of the songs on the EP have been written and recorded in Nashville, too. Yeah. So it's, it's not the main reason why we moved there, but it was a major reason.
0: So that's interesting to me. So, so you're getting a very different uh, set of musical DNA into your music too. Yes. But you're giving some to them. What would you say has been the most interesting or compelling uh, collaboration with somebody that might be out of country or some traditional American sound compared to the EDM and and all the universes of EDM that are out there? It's a good question. I think
1: I I think we have a song called "Feels Like" with two writers who've done uh, uh, what's his name, Blake Shelton, I think.
0: I may have heard of him. <laughs> uh, I get okay here and there. I think yeah. so.
1: I, I am not, honestly, that big. I'm not that familiar with country music. I know it, of course. I can recognize it. I'm not into that scene. Yeah. And honestly, that's just the the fun thing. We you know being being in a town where dance music is sort of an exotic thing. Right. And we
0: actually, the dance music there is called the Texas two-step. That's that's you know, <laughs> right. If exactly. Somebody used to live in Texas. I can tell you <laughs> the two-step. and it's beautiful work. It's a, it's a modified <laughs> waltz, and the, you know the. Oh, Watching those guys dance is awesome, but it is totally not the Electric Daisy Festival, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. It's not the Fire Festival. No. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the Fire Festival. Yeah, right, exactly. So so in terms of, of where you guys are going, do you anticipate staying in Nashville, sort of taking advantage of these unusual cross um, genre collaborations for a while to come? Is that something that's still feeding you guys?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we
0: we've lived there for
1: two years now and we're happier than ever. Like we love living there are nice it's a nice it's also like we're from a rural area in Holland so I'm not used to
2: New York and LA cities being that big. No. So if are for, you, you too? Yeah, I'm, I'm from. a We're 30 minutes from. What's the town? On bike, Groningen and Haren. Oh, yeah. It's in the north of Holland. Okay, northern yeah. Holland. Yeah. We usually Small say. Towns.
0: How big were the towns? Like how many people? I had like
2: 18,000. think. Yeah, what is my one, town? 160 in Groningen, I think.
1: Uh, yeah. So you lived on the outskirts, suburbs yeah. of a city with 160. Next to people. a forest, so. Yeah. Okay. We like our
2: space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I lived
0: in towns of 5,000 and. 2000 and 12,000. Yeah, down 12, so 12,000 is kind of like the right, experience, right? Yeah. And, and you had to drive a while to get to somewhere that was big,
1: yeah. yeah, on our bikes, but yeah,
0: <laughs> it's That's, Holland. I got it, yeah, There's no hills. It's fine, it's all flat, yeah, all flat. It's really easy, really easy biking. Yeah, so so you grew up in small towns, you kind of like though, know, Nashville's pretty banging these days. Yeah, I mean, it's it got is. to be it's yeah. close to a million I think in the metropolitan area, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and I used to live in Memphis, so I know Tennessee a little yeah, bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Another great music town. Uh, yes. uh, more R&B than country, but you know mm-hmm, that's definitely. a great great tradition as well. Mm-hmm. So you're liking that. You're going to be going, you said uh, you, you've got the new EP, tell me something strange pretty well in a way you did not expect. What was that about? Yes, so Something Strange uh, hits number
1: one on um, Sirius XM BPM Radio, which is uh, a very big station for yeah. dance music. I think it's still number one at this moment. It's still number one at this moment, actually. Yeah. And we, uh, we released it in November in 2018, and it did well, but it you know, we moved on to another uh, another right. song called right. Waiting, which released three weeks ago. And just last week, we got a phone call from a manager and said, Guess who's number one on the radio right now? <laughs> not
0: waiting. Not, not waiting. waiting. <laughs> Definitely not waiting. You're waiting for waiting. <laughs> well, waiting, yeah. for waiting, waiting for later. For, <laughs> but you're wait, while you're waiting, something strange is doing something strange. Yeah, so exactly. Very you, you have these unintentionally uh, useful names for your song. Yeah. Uh, who knew? For knew? promo. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. So, what was it about something strange? I mean, you said you were a little surprised. So what was it that surprised you other than the
1: delay? So, it's not, the surprise has nothing to do with the quality of the song because we really love the song, how the song turned out. I'm surprised that, you know, like we weren't expecting it to sort of surge up to number one after all this time had passed.
0: That's a little unusual. I, I, mean, I, even I on think it's like serious, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like pretty, you know, you have, if it comes out, you have your moment. And if you don't have your moment, usually it's time to move on to the next track. Yeah. And we, we're used to just, you know, if one song, you just go to the next one. You have this whole catalog. But this sort of came out of the blue and we, we made the song with Haley Reinhardt she was on uh, she, she's now doing I mean she's an incredibly talented singer and she was on American Idol I think she finished the top five I'm not, I, I don't think she won it but she came yeah. very close and she now she's more of like a jazz singer she wor- uh, does a lot of work with Jeff Goldblum the actor yeah. And yeah, he uh, has his
0: own jazz combo he's played around LA for yeah. years yeah. I saw him play God, Fifteen years ago. Yeah. So uh, she comes from that yeah. world. Okay. Kind she, of cabaret she, almost, right? Yeah. I mean, like standard American standards. Yeah, yeah very
1: understand. classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The opposite of our show.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> she's okay. coming to our show tonight. So That's right. Yeah.
0: Hopefully she's gonna be here tonight. That's yeah. Yes, yeah Yeah. Fantastic. So you did that with her, and then uh, waiting, uh, the new song. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: We wrote that in LA. Actually, we wrote that here uh, last year with uh, two very talented writers. It came out in three weeks ago, and we had to. We recorded the female vocal, which is the biggest part, uh, in our studio in Nashville. She is actually from the UK, Daisy Cutridge, very talented. Yeah. Well,
0: I think I've seen her float up. A few yeah, uh,
1: her profile is growing, and and as we were searching for a good female vocalist for the female part, because it's a duet. There's a male and a female vocal, and as luck would have it. Like, in, within the week she was touring in Nashville, we said, please come by our studio, and she was excited, and that was that. So, if we weren't in Nashville, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, the, who now knows? that's
0: interesting because you guys, it seems like, I think some instrumental stuff from what I've seen, but you mostly have, get, you're neither singers, right? You're no. no. That is a very definitive note. Yes, <laughs> uh, we,
2: we do some falsetto on like backing tracks, but very much in the back. That's very much very, not very,
0: very way out of there. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I got it. You yeah. know, it's not actually recognizable as a human <laughs> no. voice. So it's exactly,
1: it's more like a soundscape.
0: yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's eerie <laughs> and scary. So you 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 go and find people to work with. Tell me a little bit about how you recruit, who you find, how do, how does that process work for you guys, particularly now that you're hanging out in the wilds of Nashville. Yeah. How do you find the talent? How, I mean, what's that scouting process and recruiting process to get them onto your your records?
2: Well, we have, um, first of all, we have an agent that lives in Nashville, so he knows basically all the music people, and he puts us in, um, you know in touch with all the publishers there. And the publishers know pretty well what talent to pitch to us, and like in combination with our management, which is here in LA, they, they have a really good feeling about what's up and coming, what's new, and which artists they want to try to have us work with. And on top of that, if you know, we s- sort of
1: scout but just listen
0: on Spotify, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, like what are you guys doing? Oh, we, we, yeah, are for sure. We,
1: we, uh, where, are so- where are
0: you listening though?
1: I mean, I most most of the time, it's either these days it's Spotify or YouTube, because with those combinations you can f- basically find any yeah. song available. Yeah. It. If it's not on, on Spotify, it's going to be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so we just scout and, uh, you know, it will happen where I, I we hear a vocal. And we love the voice or we love this vocal. And then we find out who is the writer. And Spotify is a great tool for that because it has the show credits button. That's if really you right-click right. on the track, show credits, it will show the writers and the producers. And so sometimes we go, hey, who wrote this top line? Oh, okay. And then we'll send over a match with, hey, does anyone know who, who this is? And, and then sort of you try to sort of connect your way through
2: to find that person. Through the
0: writers, to the singer, to the producer. I remember
2: doing that with Billie Eilish. It was two years ago. Yeah, i heard of her. And <laughs> it's right Too ago. late now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's kind of blowing up right now. And now, boom, no chance. But hopefully, you never hopefully. know. She's never. an amazing voice. So. Yeah, he, like he already scouted her before. Yeah. Uh, On Spotify, that's how it works.
1: Yeah, like we, we just try and not just the main playlist, but also just, you know, the names that you hear sometimes and try to find... Yeah. You know, those obscure names, that's always the most fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've floated in and around the music business for a long time as a you know, writing about it, stuff like that. And I'm curious, though, like, are there, if you go on Spotify, not the main areas, so are there playlists that you like to hang out that are, like, good for talent hunting? Or there, you don't want to <laughs> give away your secret? Or, uh, I'm just sort of curious about where you would go, because it makes a lot of sense. But it's like, when you're scouting around, what's the happy hunting ground?
2: There, there's a lot of playlists going yeah. around right now. There,
0: there's not
1: like one, right? Yeah. And, we, and we also no. don't like have a schedule or like a, a like an Excel pr-
2: spreadsheet. Like, okay, check this first, right. and then
0: that. <laughs> and we work it down. We have yeah. our, our meta playlist of playlists yeah. that we. It's also yeah. It's
2: also not really scouting. It's it's just adding songs to your plays that you really like, and it's only like. Who actually is this singing? Yeah, Yeah. and then where does she live? Or
1: or sometimes you just hear a voice from random track, and and that's why, like, if we if we only go for like the big hit playlist, then I mean, you can already guess the names because there's always like a a clique of people. But it's more fun to go with like dance rising. It's just one that's top of my mind, which is like dance stuff that's doing well, but but mostly not popular songs like. I wouldn't put Calvin Harris. I don't think he's on that playlist <laughs> because he's Calvin Harris. He's
0: beyond rising. Exactly. He's, he's, he's already there. He's been there for... Calvin has risen. Yeah, he's uh, ascending. Uh, yes.
1: But, you know, even even like Haley wouldn't be on a dance playlist. So even jazzy playlists or, or yeah. more pop playlists, which is more of her style now. Yeah, that's, that's,
0: that's another interesting thing because it's like, I think about country, jazz, uh, pop. I mean, EDM has got its own conventions and yep. the way it does things. I mean... Do you have a subgenre that you define yourselves as? Sometimes people are really hardcore about that or their fans are really hardcore about it. it's this or it's this or it's this. And it always seems so restrictive to me. Are there but you're moving beyond some of that, it
1: feels like. Yeah, we're not, we hate that, well, not hate, but we don't (laughs) want that restrictiveness. Like, in the beginning, it was called Progressive House, which was very, like, Swedish House Mafia, that, you know, that kind of stuff. Avicii, yeah. Avicii. Avicii is one of our biggest inspirations. I mean, uh, we, you know, that that really was awful what happened to him. That was a pretty rough one. That was rough, yeah, yeah, that was rough. I mean,
0: he did great stuff. He did
1: great stuff, and um, but no, like as far as subgenres, it's it's still dance music, and we like when it has energy. And honestly, one of the things that we like is when we can listen to it in our cars or at home, but also in the clubs, and it works at both venues. And that's that's a challenge sometimes. Yeah, because
0: yeah, those are very different rooms. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Very different use cases. Yeah, you don't want to be boogieing too much when you're uh, going 50 miles or 60 miles an hour down the road, that yeah. might be a little dangerous. So. <laughs> so in terms of where you're going next, you are flying out of here tomorrow yeah. to be in another hemisphere. Yeah. So what are the plans and what do you hope to play and do?
1: Well, Tokyo for us is one of our favorite locations just because it's such an incredible city and the food is so incredible. So we're very happy to go back there. We haven't played there in like two years or something. Yeah. Which is pretty considered pretty long for us, mm-hmm.
2: and um, and you we're know. doing a cruise ship from uh, <laughs> from Japan to China, and then we're boarding in Shanghai, and then we're doing four shows in China, which is also you're like
0: performing a, on the cruise ship, or on yes. the cruise ship, yes. and then
2: four shows in China. See, see the deal
0: with that, I gotta think that that's less cool than it sounds like because <laughs> your fans have. don't go home; they're <laughs> on the <next> <laughs> deck. <laughs> Which you is know, a good point. Yeah. You know, And hadn't thought about that. Like,
2: I hope it's a big ship.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They are big ships, but I mean...
2: We made sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like you're on the secure deck. But I mean, it's like you go, okay, I am just banged it out. This is great. I want to go wherever I go. It's like, oh, man.
2: Back to the cabin. <laughs> yeah,
0: back to the or cabin.
2: take a helicopter and fly off. But exactly. I don't think that's going <laughs> to I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen. You guys don't
0: get seasick, right? Because you're from Holland, so you're used to like lots of water being very close by. Yeah. yeah. No, we
2: don't... Well, luckily...
1: Knock on wood, we won't get seasick, there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, a couple of days on a boat, get off the boat in Shanghai.
1: Yeah. And then stay one night, and then we fly to the next four cities in a row. Wow. Well,
0: all in China. All yes. in China. All, China. all yeah. in China. And then, where else?
1: We go to Bali, Jakarta. That's not yep. a bad place to stay.
0: Bali? I heard it's okay.
1: Yeah, Bali is pretty okay. It's taking
2: a few days over there as well.
1: Yeah. That's, that's pretty nice. Uh, Jakarta... Uh,
2: Japan, and Seoul
1: Malaysia and yeah Kuala Lumpur Kuala Lumpur and okay. we're ending in Taipei yeah and then we're going home and then three weeks later back to China because there's more shows <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah
0: so tell me about the the Asian market so K-pop is huge right yeah. it's really taking off BTS yeah. and all those guys are really doing it's great ridiculous, yeah. yeah does any of that stuff filter into you guys at all you guys are open to a lot of stuff I'm just sort of worried with things like K-pop taking off I don't even know what genres of music are coming out of China or Japan at this point. I guess I'm J-pop, but I mean, you know, it's like, what, does any of that stuff filter into what you do? Because you have clearly a significant audience throughout East Asia. Does that affect or change or influence or interest you guys in exploring some of that in some of your music?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, I like K-pop because it's very uplifting and melodic music. So, I mean, in that perspective, it would be a nice fit. But I think if we want to release music, and we're not set on this, but it would be nice to have still lyrics that we can, you know, connect with, Mm -hmm. meaning English lyrics. (laughs) And I'm not sure if K-pop
0: said is a good Dutch guy.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I I hate Dutch lyrics. We We are not fan
0: of Dutch music at
2: all. (laughs) I'm pretty clear on that. (laughs) No, yeah, we both are. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: funny. So you wouldn't mind collaborating, but you'd want it to be in English, is what you're saying. If
2: that's possible, yeah. I don't know. I'm not too big on K-pop right now. I don't listen to it, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's in English or or Korean. Or you
0: know, I don't know either. I just know that we're seeing um, some of these guys really taking off, really yeah. making oh, a yeah. splash in yeah. the U.S. market. I yeah. find it fascinating. You know, there are schools for Kids over there to learn to become pop stars. <laughs> really, in yeah, Korea, That's in Korea. crazy. I mean, and they they get groomed just like they're a football oh. player here, going to the University of Alabama, or right. given where you're from, University of Tennessee. But I mean, they're or Vanderbilt, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but they're 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 groomed, and and it's a very involved process to get up there to you know how to present, how to create music, how to dance, how to do all the performing, how to to be with your fans and all that. I mean, it's a really involved kind of thing. So it's sort of interesting to think about how, uh, if you could even do that, I mean, it'd be one way to... Sort of have this crossover, gigantic crossover <laughs> culturally. Yeah. I mean, it's like wow. You think country's crazy? You know, oh really? yeah, for I mean, sure. Yeah, I it's definitely
1: it's been. Uh, we've definitely been. You know, our mentors also said, "Hey, you know, <laughs> what yeah. about this idea? What about this thing?" And we were very open to it, mm-hmm. but nothing has
2: materialized yet. Who knows? We end up in a studio somewhere in in China in Seoul, and, yeah. or in Seoul and make some amazing K-pop dance. <laughs> right, right. You yeah.
0: guys got my recording studio right here, right? I mean, uh, do you guys? Re- create a lot when you're doing these crazy trips i mean or does it just take too much out of you to really kind of be in that place admittedly and creatively? well
1: yeah for me it's more of the latter i do not like or do not enjoy that much making music in the plane i don't feel comfortable doing that because like you're surrounded with people you're it's noisy you're you're never sitting super comfortable
0: yeah you're both big guys i'm i'm no tinkerbell either and you're sitting in that, that seat and yeah. you kind of got your elbow. Even in business, you.
1: It's, it's often like you're not sitting like this, right? right? You're not you're, laying no. out, you
0: know, you're not strolling around. No,
1: exactly. Know? So in places, no, even in hotels sometimes. But we're, we're very like very much homebodies. So my, and I, I can speak for you too, yeah, our best work sure. is when we're at home in our pajamas or just straight out of the shower <laughs> and we just, you know, it, you either like you hear a melody in your head or you just start playing on the piano and something comes out of it. And and that's when I'm, um, you know, at my most comfortable yeah. and I think we, we
2: created some cool melodies, and I mean, Nevada was created on tour, which that's is a, our biggest song. That's our biggest song, yeah. and it was created <laughs> on tour. Thanks for undermining my whole voice. So sometimes it does <laughs> happen. Yeah. Nevada's a title song, and we made it in Toronto.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. But that's um, that's also, we've also made a lot of shit on the yeah, road yeah. that we
2: never really... It's mostly just small ideas sometimes. But we love, we love to play video games in airplanes yeah. And, and, yeah. and in yeah, hotel You to kill rooms. the time.
0: Yeah. So next title for you guys in the game business is going to be what?
2: We're gonna
1: play,
0: or yeah. I'm so sort of curious because y- did you have a chance to walk around it all? Yeah, we did, we yeah. did. anything that kind of went
1: Ooh. cyberpunk. I think Pokemon is coming.
0: Uh, yeah, it's that's just, incredible! That's
1: incredible. And they we announced Keanu Reeves
2: for that, and now it's just, yeah, it's
1: off oh. the charts. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be insane. We I already we already joke that we're gonna call our agents <laughs> and just say, What well, when is the release date? April? Okay, <laughs> sorry, but we're, no no shows, so are so gonna be sick of, on April. That's
0: a black editor. but you know, Keanu has his own band, Doc Star
2: own band, yeah. Oh, uh, does he play music? I didn't. I didn't know, know that. He's
0: had, I mean, I don't know if he's still playing, but he for years he had Darkstar, and uh, you guys should do totally. You want to talk about having a guest singer? Yeah,
2: man. <laughs> oh, okay. he sings. Is he the singer? I for think the
0: he's the singer. Yeah, it
2: would be amazing. What kind of music is that?
0: It's rock.
2: It's rock. Okay. Yeah, or alternative. Man, yeah. he has is... some rock influences sometimes. So yeah, could work. Man, that's the coolest I'm just guy in the world. You have so, his contact.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm totally plugged in. With John. <laughs> I got. I got these boys here. Dude's having a moment between uh, um, John Wick. John Wick, but he was also had this key role in uh, this rom com that was on Netflix that was huge, that just did well. He plays this this character. It's uh, Ali Wong's new show. You know the, the comic. Uh, actress and, and comedian and so he has a really fun it's more than a cameo they have they have a lot of fun with it. And, and so he's he's having a moment yeah, yeah he definitely is i mean uh, when he
1: walks on stage we were what we watched it afterwards at the microsoft thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that it's, took off that's that crazy cool. right.
0: and that's our show Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Victor Poole and Ruben Den of Vistone. Check out their music and definitely check out their favorite recent video game, Red Dead Redemption 2. But only if you have 100 hours or so to uh, devote to exploring all of its random thousand storylines. You have been warned. I agree with them that the Cyberpunk 2077 game that was showcased during the conference by Microsoft is looking pretty great too. It was probably the most talked about title to uh, come out this year, and it does feature Keanu Reeves, so it must be awesome, right? Anyway, if you like my show, please rate, review, and share it with friends and strangers across the interwebs. If you really like my show, Anchor.fm makes it easy to become a supporter of the show itself, throwing a few bucks into the kitty to help keep this formidable media machine rolling like a boss. Anchor also makes it easy for you to send me an audio message from wherever you are listening. Let me know what your thoughts are on Vice Tone, on electronic dance music, or eSports, or really anything you'd like to share. Maybe it'll become part of a future show. In the meantime, I hope you're well here in the first couple of days of summer and finding lots of ways to enjoy the people, places, and ideas that you care about. This is David Bloom for Bloom and Tech. Over and out. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone.